Today's show was sponsored by Nature's Hype. Healthy granola that you can eat every day. Check it out at natureshype.com. Now to our show. Welcome back to Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. We're in the building. We got uh, the whole crew today rocking. We are uh, talking NBA playoffs. We're talking draft recap. We're talking a whole bunch of stuff. Um, off top, young, the Maryland Easy Pass, young, New Bama's are like, that's a I can't it's a setup system, bro, I'm sorry. Yo, these Bama's trying, they, they trying to charge me thousands of dollars. I'm like, young, my car not even worth thousands of dollars. Like, what kind, this is, this is modern day oppression, dog. Like, like, the fact that they just... I, I just can't believe it, young. What, what is going on? The road, the road is not going nowhere. The junk gonna be there till forever and never. So they going, they 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 paid to get the road built, and then they gonna have people paying on the road for the rest of their lives. Like, is the road ever gonna be free? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> do you actually have an easy pass? Or are you just getting on and letting your license plate do the work? Nah, dog. I got an easy pass, young. But okay. you know what I'm saying. You know how that junk go. You had an easy pass. The junk ain't in the window. Then they, they scan your tags and all that. And then next thing you know, they trying to have me a grown man out here riding dirty, man. I'm trying to stay clean. Man, all you gotta do with that, with the the bill that they send you, is is send them your easy tag info, and then they'll bill it to your account instead. I had the same issue. Yeah, I, I forgot to pay my easy pass bill. It was like it was like a four dollar toll or something. Bro, I let that thing slip, boy. Next thing I know, that thing was fifty dollars. I said, this is this is right here. They stealing my money now. Yeah, dog. That's what I'm saying. Fifty dollars. Come on, dog. That's not even right. It's not even right. You know what I'm saying? It got me having to come home and confess and all this for this stupid easy pass, man. Don't, ah. Nonetheless, man, moving ahead. It's a, it's a, it's a, on a on word on the street news, I guess you say current news. Afeni Shakur, uh, Tupac's mother passed away um, at age, what, 69? I think she was. A little yeah. bit of sad news. Dang, man. You know, uh, have y'all seen the uh, the little Netflix jump murder rap? Have you seen that? Have y'all heard about it? Mm-mm, not familiar. Yeah, well, it's like a it's like an updated look into like the the uh, Tupac and Biggie situation or whatever. And the dude who's like the private investigator for the thing, young, he makes some strong claims in there, and he basically backs it up with factual evidence to show that. That Puffy had a hand in 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 uh, Tupac's murder to some degree, you know what I'm saying? But he basically this is this is what he he, he claims. This is his claim. This ain't my claim. So P Diddy, don't come looking for me, bro. Bama said that uh uh P D P Diddy like put up like 50 told some some gangsters who was in the gang over in L A like I give you 50 stacks to get him up out of here basically or 100 stacks or whatever. So the Bama's agreed to do it. Yeah, what, 500,000, right? Per person. Yeah, yeah, he's like 500 stacks to do it. And then when they went to go complete the mission, the Bama just bam it out. Like, and he just didn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't hold up his end of the bargain. He didn't put no, you know, he, Bama just disappeared like Casper after the situation went down. And then based on that, 
uh, like Suge like went to some goons off the street and was like and the gang was like I give you 50, 50 stacks or something like that maybe it wasn't even that much he was lowballing them babas back then like 10 G's to uh, knock off uh, Biggie or whatever and then that's how the whole jump and it was like internal beats with the with the gangs and all the jump was crazy dog but the documentary is pretty pretty good and, and like you know like some people be making up these claims and throwing these alias stuff out there. like my man he did his due diligence like stuff that he doesn't know he be like yeah I can't answer that you know that's a mystery still whatever whatever and then he just basically breaks down the whole the whole the whole situation you know? and like you know both parties and all like that so Jones crazy young but you know rest in peace to you know Tupac Biggie all of them and uh, of course Afina Shakur just um, you know, at, at one one point we all gotta go that way. So get your life right. Um, uh, going ahead. Did y'all hear about Dana Stubblefield out here? Yeah, I heard about that. The, the alleged uh, rape charges. No, but not just that. He tried to like he tried to take it from somebody who was mentally challenged. Yeah. You know? He's an oh, idiot. Oh Lord, no, Don't that, that can't he's an idiot. Come on, man. All right, that's what we got to say about that. The Bama's wildin', yeah, no, He's an idiot. And so, I, I mean, right now it's alleged. It ain't no, you know, uh, the, I guess he was trying to hire a maid or whatever, and she came to the house. And then after that, uh, I guess she left, and then he called her back, and then, you know, I guess he sexually assaulted her. And then after that, then he gave her $80 or something like that. And then she left and went straight to the hospital and then claimed rape. And then, you know, of course, the lawyers are trying to say in his behalf, like they're just trying to come after him because he's a famous athlete who got money. I don't know. Is Dave, Dana Stubblefield, he's still bready young? I mean, he did go to a Super Bowl. The money he got from the Redskins, he should still have some money. That's true. That was just like 2000 Super paid. The jugglers can run through some. He made decent money with the 49ers, too. Yeah, but he ran. He he could have ran through it. I don't know what his what his situation like is. You know, now, do he live next to a casino or something? <laughs> you know, Bama's do around a casino. Bama's give away their whole livelihood in the casino. Um, is he still out in San Francisco? He's still he's still in San Francisco. This is this where this happened at? Uh, I don't, I didn't get to I didn't get to read the whole article to see where the um where it took place. Aaron, do you know any any details I left out of the story? You like got news anchor on the whole <laughs> schematics. No, I didn't look into this straight. I, I I saw the title. And I I didn't touch it. Oh man! Oh well, that baba got problems on his hands right now. The other story going into sports and talking more about, about sports. The draft was last week, last Thursday. And uh, of course, we was hyped for the draft. We was all watching with anticipation. And one of the stories of the big stories of the day was Laramie Tunsil uh, not getting drafted top five where everybody thought he was going to go. Uh, when a, a picture surfaced on the net of him with the hazmat mask on, Puffing lie on, on, on video. <laughs> Come on now, big fella. Put the weed down, big fella. You know you're not a smoker. Every time you get high, you get paranoid. And uh, <laughs> the jump was not a good look. The jump not like basically cost them what? How much? How many million dollars? It probably cost them like ten to fifteen mil. I'm they dropped. I heard like eight. Yeah, eight. seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, no. That's, that still is crucial. That's but my question is, is it really, was it, 
I mean, what if the video was bad though, though? That Jones. Somebody set him up, yeah. Who set him up? Tell me who set him up, Jeff? Who set the man up? I mean, of course, all signs point to a stepfather. You know, they got the, the legal battles going on now, and they've been beefing. So, I mean, I can't imagine the young man would have done something else to somebody outside of that that would make him go that far. Like, goodness gracious. Actually, Ooh, they're okay. saying now it's his um, former financial advisor who he fired a couple weeks before the draft. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. You don't want to pay uh, me? Because it did come out, they they said that uh, his lawyer, Tunsil's like lawyer, said that the stepfather had nothing to do with those pictures coming out before the draft. So it wasn't the stepfather. Because I don't understand why his representation would even say that. So it was, that makes sense to get what you just said. Because he would have came into some big money. And I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's what you're speaking of. Like, like all times you would think initially would be his stepfather, but then right. you think about it. His stepfather suing him, so why would he want to uh, hurt his money that he could get? So that's right. eight million dollars that he lost. That if he won this case, that would be more money in his pocket. So yeah, it really don't make sense that the stepfather would do him. Hmm. Think about it. That Batman had the fallout shelter mask on. He was demonstrating. But they said that they said that 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 video was possibly like two years old or something like that. It wasn't even recent. No, he got posted recently. Cut that Batman from high school. And you already know. And then you already know in the background with the Confederacy flag. You already know where Yo, he was at. He wasn't at his brother's house. He was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you seen that? You seen that, that? You seen that? Hold on, hold on. You seen that white hand on that lighter? Yeah, I saw that. Let me let me help you out, brother. Let me help right. you out. Right. Yeah. All you saw was the flag. That's it. Go ahead and uh, lead to your demise, man. But like whole time, it's crazy. Like this was in high school. Like he was, he they was getting lit. Like that in high school. Goodness gracious. He got suspended for like seven games last year or something like that for off the field activity. So it wasn't, he hasn't been perfectly clean this whole time. So I don't think it was all the way back to high school. I think it was sometime early college. Yeah, but the Bama had the biohazard chemical gel. <laughs> no, you can't. Bama had the Frank Knight gel. What's his name? Yeah, the, oh, yeah. Oh, you tell Walter White gel. Yeah, Walter White. Walter White. But the thing, yeah. But I'm trying to figure out, like, like, how do you get put in that position? Like, I don't know, man. He was geeking. You saw the name? Yeah, the hand. Him. You saw the hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah we did it. They got them just a sunny surplus. Yeah, we did it. And you probably last stage, Joe. He got hemmed up because that probably wasn't his first hit. You know what I'm saying? So by the that might have been his second hit. You don't know. By that it's time K2? he was probably lit. He was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm this joint. Like hit me, show me, yeah, with the gas mask on. Like he was, he was, you know what I'm saying? At that point, he wasn't thinking straight. He ain't think nothing of it at the time, but that thing cost him some money and and a place in the draft. Hopefully, that's not who he is going forward. You know what I'm saying? No, but that, that's Roger the question. Goodell, it, Roger Goodell was ready to put him in that program and then suspend him. Yeah. So. Oh, so, so, like, what happens from this? Like, does anything happen? Does this just go under the rug? And then it's just like, because I mean, what's even more crazy is the fact that when he was in a press conference, the Bama alluded to getting, getting his, getting rent checks or like light bills paid for his family. Got he? <laughs> By the coaches? Uh oh. 
I mean, we know that happens, but it happens more than you think, though. Yeah, I, I guarantee it does. You know it does. You, you know it does. All the D1 teams, the super top teams with all these players that are like top 100 guys out of high school, it happens in all of those institutions. Yeah, especially them coming from the inner city sometimes or they don't have a whole lot coming from. Oh, yeah. Dog, you, know you, they, you, dog, you got to break bread. Unless you Nick Saban in Alabama, you got to break bread because, I mean, the thing is there... They, and and, I, and I'm tired of the like people. Of course, they were like, "Oh, you can't pay the players. You can't do, like stop, stop it." Billions of dollars going into people's pockets for football, collegiate sports, and a and whole like I don't care. Pay the dude, give him money. I don't care. I don't care. They deserve it. To be honest, and whatever they're giving them is chump change, chump change compared to what they what they pocketing. These coaches making three and four or five million dollars. And don't pay for nothing. Eat for free. Go to all the campus diners. Eat for free everywhere. And they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody ain't going at them for all the perks and stuff they get as coaches and stuff like that. I mean, I don't, I I don't know. I don't really care about it. I don't, I don't, I mean, I thought about the cry at the draft because I was talking to Jeff before <laughs> watching. I was like, his eyes looking kind of like wet. Like, he looked like he was getting ready to weep out there looking glassy. I had a cry. I got too. They got you. They out there. Come on. No, and and, and you can just imagine you sitting there, you waiting on your name to get picked, and then somebody like tap you on the shoulder, and be like, yeah, look at this, look at this, dog. You be like, what? You look down, and you see one of your most embarrassing moments when you was out here wilding, like you know what I'm saying, and, and acting a fool, just and you know everybody's seeing this jump, and it's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing is when you broke and then you know you're coming into some money, you start spending it before you actually yeah, get the money. Right. So he probably was like, I'm, he was looking at houses and stuff like that, probably for his mom. He's looking at the car he's going to get. And he's going to have to downgrade a lot of that stuff because he's going to have to work <laughs> and wait on that next contract before you <laughs> 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 have a man how to do dishes, make up that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Hey, and that battle. I know it had to blow him that other linemen at his position were going ahead of him that he probably felt like I'm better than this guy. Yeah, exactly. Going, I mean, yeah, everybody Ronnie, felt like he was better than like, him. Yeah, I know they had to like eat him up inside to see those guys go first and then have him fall all the way to 14. Like that had to hurt. So the Ravens straight up said we was going to take him until we saw the yep, video. Yeah, they sure did say that. So that hurt him, man. So that's, that's seven spots right there alone that because of one video but should should a video should like I mean of course it's bad judgment but like should that have like really hurt his stock like that when he's the best player in the draft I mean there's a lot of people who do do dumb stuff it comes down that's that's what it depends on it depends on who you ask like everybody's philosophy is different like you you got some you got some adults or whatever that you know I guess they feel like people should be perfect and they can't make mistakes, so they're going to they gonna make you pay for that. And so, and then you got some adults, and, and we're talking about GMs in this position, where maybe it's not a big deal to them, you know, because it's, it's really about somebody, some uh, GM or owner that's conservative versus ones that are willing to take a little more risk because of all that money on the table. So that's what it really boils down to. It depends on who you ask. 
Yeah, the Ravens can't handle another situation like that because they dealt with Ray Rice, they dealt with Ray Lewis. They can't handle another one. Nah, nah. So they had to not take him. They had no choice in the matter. Mm -hmm. But the other teams that passed him up, you got to wonder if it's they're just afraid of the situation or they don't want the headache or they're worried that it's not a one-time thing. I, I really don't think any of the GMs or anybody like that care about it at all. It comes down to selling stuff to your fan base. When you look at the draft, you want to leave kind of with like a positive taste in your mouth, like your team rebuilding, even the bum squads feel like, oh, we starting off fresh, you know what I mean? Like we got a chance this year. You don't want to take any extra baggage going into the next year that you have to kind of explain away. And it's almost like starting from behind. So I feel like that's the main reason why he probably slipped. It's just like you have to come up with all this stuff to sell it to the fan base. It's just a headache. Oh, yeah, man. Well, he the Tennessee Titans, they got him at 14. I know they boosted. I know, uh, what, what's the uh, the quarterback for Titans? Uh, you mean the Dolphins? The Dolphins, my bad. You mean Tannehill? I know, I, yeah, Tannehill boosted. Tannehill boosted because you know what I'm saying you, he's a he's a premier tackle like he, he's one of them dudes plug and play like right off break you I know hope what I'm so. saying I think so man Nazi 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 stay out of hooker bars he gonna be straight though mm-hmm. he gonna be straight um the draft besides that you know it was a lot of surprises in there a um, lot of lot of players going different teams that nobody anticipated or expected. Nobody t- knew Joey Bosa was going what? Did he go number three? Number three. Yeah, third. Yeah. Yeah, dog. I ain't I, nobody saw that one coming. No. And he went to he went to he went to uh Charles, San, Diego. San Diego. What was they thinking, dog? I, just, I mean that's uh, not play out. <laughs> okay, I'm saying. That trash, dog. Don't say like, nah. I mean, nah. I mean, we gonna see. Yeah, we go, you, you don't know. Go. He he can surprise. We gonna see. I I don't yeah. think he should be number three, but I don't know. I I'm not gonna say I, I'm as absolute, but just from what I've seen, he is not a number three overall pick. This is my opinion. But he can still mm-hmm. cook, maybe. Who knows? I mean, he but I'm gonna tell you. I, I can tell you what though. I'm gonna tell you who did terrible in the draft, in my opinion. The Atlanta Falcons did. I mean, they did horrible. <laughs> I mean, they did like they. I don't know what they were thinking in their war room. I don't know if they were discombobulated and running around crazy. I don't know <laughs> what they did, but I don't see anybody that they they picked up was any good. I mean, they didn't get any help for Julio. They picked up a safety in their first pick who was okay from Florida, and then they picked a linebacker from LSU. I watched this game film. The Bama gets block like all day long can't get off of blocks like on John Madden how you get sucked in the blocks he can't get off of John <laughs> and yeah uh, I I look at Atlanta I think they didn't to me right now just looking at who they picked and who they chose they chose the Titan in the third round they didn't really do a good job of filling lead f- filling a need or getting the best player available at their positions I don't think they really helped their team at all they didn't help their pass rush they didn't get any type of pass rush on there and this is a a draft that was laden with D linemen and they didn't get any help there either. So to me, Atlanta did horrible in the draft. Just from a from our present perspective. I don't know what's gonna happen down the road, but right now, to me they did horrible. So so I, I'm gonna go ahead and follow that up. 
The Carolina Panthers, in my opinion, did. They had the worst draft I ever seen in my life. <laughs> Come on. These Bamas, these Bamas drafted three corners. These Bamas just threw a dot, just threw dots at a dartboard, like, oh, we need a corner, and just threw them at the. I'm like, young. Then they draft a tight end. They get no receiver help. Like, young. I don't know what. And, it, and it's not like they, they went in and got like a bunch of like linemen or DNs to like help the pass rush. Like none of that. These Bamas drafted three corners, which are all roll of the dice. They all roll of the dice, Bamas. Um, and then on top of that, they draft a tight end. They only had, I think they only had five draft picks. They didn't try to like accumulate more. Yeah. Getting that. Like, I mean, I know y'all just came off the Super Bowl. I know y'all a good team or whatever, but y'all lost Josh Norman. And so now I see y'all just trying to pick up corners to try to fill that void. But you have a lot of holes on that team. You still don't have no playmaking receivers. I know Benjamin coming back, but he's coming back from need. You know what I'm saying? And and you just don't know. You need you could they could have got an explosive receiver. They could have got a safety. They could have got they could I mean they, they botched the jump. I don't know. This is the second year in a row that the Carolina Panthers, I felt like, went into the draft and just botched it. Um I don't know what they're doing in their front office, but last year, I guess when you go to a Super Bowl, I guess you just feel invincible and you can just do whatever. But I mean, I think this draft is going to hurt them. Young. Eventually, the, the lack of talent is going to catch up to you. That's just that's just facts. Um, well, well, anybody else? I thought the Texans did pretty good with their draft. They had a pretty decent draft. Let's go, um, champ. Raiders. Let's go, champ. Uh, why did they draft Connor Cook? Can anybody ask that? Answer that question. Because he was there in the fourth round. Biggest question. Yeah, that was BPA. That was a BPA pick. I mean, well, he's not even going to play. Like, I mean, I could see if you draft him to try to like trade him to somebody else or whatever, whatever. And they, they probably tried to do that because I know Dallas was trying to go after Connor Cook, but, but, but come on, man. That's like you just. You just taking them off the board just to take them, but you really don't. You're not going to use them. This man is not going to see the field. Derek Carr is the dude. Right, but what if he gets hurt? Oh, I mean, there's value in that if you believe in your program. Like, if you get him sitting there for a year or two behind David Carr and you believe in what you're doing and you improve him, you might be able to get something for him three years down the line instead of right. in the fourth round drafting miscellaneous dudes that aren't going to make the roster. Right. But this is the thing, though. They're not good enough to do that. Now, yeah. if you... Why? I don't think they are. I don't think that they're good enough to do that. I think, I think, especially with with the picks that you have, you try to add as much talent at positions that will help you on the field on Sundays because you you're essentially wasting a pick on. Right now, Carr is their guy for the next five years. Like they don't, they don't. I, it's one thing if he was like Tony Romo, or it was one thing he was like like Aaron Rodgers or something like that. I mean, they just drafted him two years ago. But look, so I think I think that is is arguable that I mean they were right there, so you have to think that they're gonna be even better this year. They got more help, you know what I mean, on defense, and they got some additional help on offense. So I mean, I don't think that one pick is a big deal. Like you're making it so. seem like that's the that's the Kirk Cousins jump. Okay, that's yeah, the Kirk Cousins. It's, it's the same thing, but it's, it's, it's you gotta look at the Kirk Cousins pick. They he had value up until he basically stepped on the field he had value in, in different on different teams they were talking about trading away whatever form to possibly sign them so I mean having that insurance policy is not necessarily a bad thing 
I, I'm more agreeing with you that they could have done something else, but I see the and understand why they did what they did. Yeah. I, so what? I, are, I, I, I think oh, it's a fourth round. It's the fourth round. It's the fourth round. After you take your gambles in that in that later round. That that that's a, that, I, I still think you get there's viable talent there in the fourth round. When you get in the fifth and sixth and seventh, okay, you, know, you can just roll dice on Batman's, but. I, I still think that there, there, there's there's talent that they could acquire to help their team with the losses hey, that they had this past offseason. Hey, I, I would have to say, like, if I was a Raiders fan, I like what McKenzie is doing. So I would have a hard time arguing that. Bringing in Cooper, bringing in Carr, bringing in um, uh, my what's, – what's the linebacker's name? With Bruce Orvin? Nah, not – Oh, you're talking about Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack. You know what I mean? So – like if I if I if I was a Raiders fan, I wouldn't even be tripping because I like what he's been doing. So I mean, what like that one pick? Like I said, I I, I think it's, you can't really argue too much. We gonna we gonna have to bring Craig on this joint, ask him what he how he feel about this joint, see what he's saying. What what about the Bucks picking a kicker in the second round, Roberto Agoyo? I don't agree with that at all. Never. It's a kicker. That's all. Let's go, champ. Oh, he's the best Let's kicker in, in yeah he's the best kicker in college no hands down he is by far the best kicker in college he's a beast but second round to me is a is a reach for a kicker i don't think anybody had in their mom to get a kicker in the second round like that's like a fan then they, they, they traded up for the bama too yeah uh, i guess it, it's guaranteed points it's guaranteed points from him like so huh Unless that's the only, only, only thing your team is missing, like you lost the Super Bowl because of your kicker, you don't do something like that. Second round? I mean, I could see third, but second round, first and second round, you're still trying to get that talent. Even if you don't need the position, you're trying to build that young talent. I don't, I just, to me, a kicker, that reminds me of when the Raiders did in the first round when they got Janikowski. I guess, but. This is so one, who, Browns one and two. I wouldn't do it. Who drafted him again? I mean, the Raiders drafted Janikowski, remember, in, in the first I'm round. Saying, I'm saying who who drafted uh, Aguayo? Oh, oh, it Buccaneers. was the Buccaneers. Oh, Buccaneers. Okay. And they need yeah. a lot of help still. Unless your team loses multiple games a year because they're field goal kicker, then you feel that way. But if you've lost games, that could be the difference between a playoff or something like that like where tampa bay has lost like multiple games because of like three points or less then that's a different story carter barth yeah i mean i think i think it's one of those situations where it's like tough i mean he's gonna be a kicker in the league for 15 to 20 years so i mean it's like they these ones this good don't come around that often that's why it doesn't happen so i mean i hear what y'all it's, it's it's one of those things where like I said, it's, it's a toss-up. It's about philosophy. You know, I said it's guaranteed points, though. Yeah. If this, I mean, Bama, if this Bama come in that joint and swig right and, 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 and swig left past the uprights, somebody's head going to be on a stick. The Bama's kick percentage is like 97%. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's the ridiculous. best ever. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> I'll give him hey, this. Hey, Hey, Harold, and I'm a, I'm a Florida State fan, so you know I know going Oh, yeah, back. I already know that's your boy. That's your boy. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I watched him. Yeah, that Bama don't miss. He's yeah. Missed, I swear he missed like two kicks his entire career. 
Yeah, he's so, ridiculous. And the fact that he's from Florida State and he's playing in Florida still. So he has the warm weather rhythm. They're still kicking the warm weather. And they still got Noah Spence in the second round. So I can't hit on that. And, and Noah Spence to me was a steal in the second round. So 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 let's up. let's talk let's let's talk about let's talk about uh the Jaguars, what the Jaguars did in this draft. The Jag are the Jaguars gonna be eleven and five this year? No. With the draft they had? Let's huh? go, champ! They gonna win the division, I know that. Let's go, champ! Oh, oh Aaron, Aaron making predictions. That's tough. Oh, I don't know about that. Who else? Oh, don't shit. say the Colts. The Col- nah, I'm going to the Texans. The Texans. That's, huh? you, you banking on uh, Osweiler doing better than he did in Denver. Because that defense down there is not better than the one in Denver. Nah, he still was kind of up and down. So, huh? Pretty good, though. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're good. But they're not better than the team he was on. And if he struggled there at times, then... You can't say, oh, they got the D, it's just going to carry over. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, Jags, the yeah, Jags did work in this draft. They got, they got, first of all, they got Jalen Ramsey, who's a playmaker. That's your boy, uh, Jeff. That's your boy. Then they got Miles Jack. That's my man. He's a, he's a beast. Then, then they got he's Fowler. Let's go, Jags! And they, they got, got two first round picks coming, basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then they got they got a DN who's a pass rushing DN. They got Let's Sheldon Day, D tackle. Young, these Bamas was yeah. I like I like what they doing in Jacksonville. I I I see I see the vision. I see the plan. If uh what do you call it? And come out. Their offense was sharp last year, and then in the draft, he really addressed the defense and he just added playmakers to the team. Now, you know how they will progress and play together, and they'll be young and stuff like that. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they, I mean, it was kind of on the cusp of being halfway decent this year. Um, I could see them at ten and six, mm. nine and seven. Yeah, yeah, ten wins itself. They got to prove it to me. Yeah, that's that thing. I've been slugged in bad for so long. Blake Bortles, right. he has to cut down on his turnovers. He got to cut down. He, he had way too many turnovers. Yeah, he had 18 game. last year, 18 interceptions. He had that 40-piece on the touchdowns, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, he, had, he had 35 touchdowns. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think his numbers was like 35 and 18, if I'm not mistaken. But like I said, he still had fumbles. His turnovers were in the 20s total. It's just he threw 18 picks. So he he had in the like, so you, you can't turn the ball over that much. I mean, the biggest so. problem with him, too, was the offensive line didn't block really well either. They, I mean, he got sacked 51 times. So that, that doesn't help as a quarterback. He needs to get the the Jaguars obviously their focus in this draft was defense because everybody they drafted was a defender with the exception of one player everybody else was a uh, defensive player so that was their mindset improve that defense I guess they feel like they have a young offense with Denar Robinson and Yeldon and um Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, Julius Thomas, Julius Thomas. You know, oh, what I'm they saying? got a little squatty squad. They got squatty. They also got. You better come with me. You better get on the winning side. You better watch your mouth, boy, because I've seen the video. You remember T. Kill Mickey? Remember that? T. Kill Mickey. I'm still here. You know me. Don't be scared, ladies. I'm just in shape. I forgot about her. Yeah, so they got got a core on offense. So they now they're just throwing all their resources in the defense. But how is that old line, though? 
That's the problem. We all know about, yeah, we all know about all them other guys you name. Like you say, he got sacked 51 times. If your quarterback getting beat up out there, hopefully the old line is young and they just needed some time to jail because right. it's not, that's not a good look. You know, right. like that's your that's your franchise quarterback, and he getting sacked fifty one times. Nah. Yeah, he needs at least, at least get one old tackle or somebody and block a guard or something. But I mean, they they nice man. I think they gonna be all right. So I, I I'm looking forward to it. What's up with the Giants, man? Drawford, what, what what you get the Giants? How how was they draft? Uh, first round F. <laughs> I, 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 I wanted, I wanted it. You know what? When they picked him, I was disgusted. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and be a homer and be like, yeah, it was a great pick. No, I was, I was kind of pissed off that we chose Eli Apple because I felt like cornerback was not an immediate need, and with all the guys that were still on the board, I felt like choosing him seemed like I don't know people say it's a reach I, I disagree with that being a reach because if he didn't go number 10 he would have easily gone in the next three picks so I don't see that as being a reach but Eli I, Apple I, he seemed like a giant type of guy to me like he seemed like he fits the Giants mold yeah I mean the one thing about Eli Apple when I watch him on film he's good in man-to-man uh, coverage good in press coverage good against the run and the thing is, he was a red shirt freshman and he came out as a sophomore. So from what I'm reading, the Giants based their their pick off of potential because everybody was like, we should have drafted Tunsil. And when I look at um, Jerry Reese, our GM, he would take more of a risk on potential talent and, and reach a little bit as opposed to taking a risk on someone that has character issues. You know, just looking at his drafts, when he took JPP, he would say that was a reach. When we took Odell, that was a reach. When we took Justin Pugh, that was a reach. When we took OC, that was a reach. But it was all based off of potential and what they felt like the player would be to contribute, maybe not this year, but like the following year. So I, that's the way he always he always drafts, and the Giants always have a curveball every single year. When we took JPP, I was mad at that. I was like, are you kidding me? We would pick Justin Pugh. No one had him on the boards for, for a lineman, and we, and we drafted him. So... I, hopefully he turns out that way. He has a lot of potential. He has a very high ceiling. I just hope it works out in the end. But I'm going to tell you what, though, what I was happy about, Earl. When we got Sterling Shepard, I'm going to tell you right now, that boy has the potential to be a star. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. His route running is on 8,000. Like, when you watch his route running, he's like, if West They, they got him to be the slot. They got him to be the slot. I think Victor Cruz about to be out, out uh, Patuxent fishing. <laughs> he come in there. But look, though, no, I thought about that, too. But when I watch his film, sometimes he does play on the outside. And he could play outside, too, because he's so quick and shifty. And he got good hands. So, And he's kind of, he's fast. He's like he's like a Wes Welker if Wes Welker was athletic, in a sense. Because Wes Welker only really worked underneath, like between that 0 and 10-yard radius. But he, this guy can actually go down deep and, you know what I'm saying, catch deep passes as well. So he's not just limited to the short game. Ooh. Yes, that, to me, he's he's similar to like a Victor Cruz or uh, Steve Smith. When we had Steve Smith uh, from USC, when he was killing it with us before he blew his knee out, um, he's like that in that type of mode, like Julian Edelman, like with his shiftiness and his quickness. Uh-oh. But Uh-oh. you add, he could take a slant seventy yards though. If yeah, you he, play him wrong on the slant, he'll turn it up yeah. and go seventy yards. That's, that's what I'm saying. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's more athletic than those guys. So that's the difference between him and like Edelman or Wes Welker. 
or, or Steve Smith. If you miss him, he gone. You know what I'm saying? Hell he got good. Him he got more juice. It sound like it's uh, it sound like it's a uh, big expectations on y'all. Somebody, somebody five Victor Cruz. I got hot on some shit. Start five Victor Cruz and stop. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> but look though, if you can have Vic Cruz, Sterling Shepard, and Odell, it would nah, be tough. they Vic, Vic Cruz got oatmeal on his kneecaps. <laughs> they, they, I think they done. They, I think right, they know. He said he's ninety eight percent. I don't know how true that is because last year he said he was ready and he hurt his calf. So I don't, yeah, I don't, done. I can't put a lot of stock into that. But Eli said he looked good when they, you know, he was running routes in the OTAs. So maybe he is ready. I don't know. But if he is, that would be a, a definite boost to the offense. Um, if 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 he is healthy, you know what I'm saying with Sterling Shepard and Odell. So yeah, man, I, I'm excited about that pick. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna tell you what though, I was very impressed with the Redskins draft. I was very impressed. Not a lot yeah, better. I was, just, I, I was, I was just about to say that y'all hear where uh, Scotty was like, uh, Doxon was a can't miss, and he was shocked that he was still available. So yeah, he had. Can I get some props now? Can I get yeah, some props? Yeah, 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 yeah. We owe Trump an apology because we like my name. All three of y'all. I'm playing with my name. Now I gave him the gong in the back. Of the <laughs> that was an under, under uh, underground guru on the low. <laughs> Jeff gave me the hardest time out of everybody. <laughs> he really oh, gave me the butt. <laughs> Last and, uh, the mock draft episode when he had him at 10 to the Giants. Oh, oh, nah. I mean, that's just because we knew that he wasn't going to the Giants, man. And, nah. And, 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 <laughs> oh, D, that was a type Like, you know, that's, that's why I was so hard. Yeah. That. Yeah, man, yeah, man, he earned a stripe on his badge. Yeah, one of them little, one of them little uh, stars in his in his little uh, pendant yeah, on his uniform. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, nah, I like I like Dawson. And that joint actually after you after you sized him last week, I went in and looked at the Bama. I was like, yeah, the Bama looks like a mini Odell on the low. Like his the way he attacks the ball, the high point, and the way he just like, you know what I'm saying? It's just route running crispy, hands crispy. I just I'm like, man, this dude is special. Um, but but my my pick. Go ahead. Oh, I was about to say my my favorite pick by the Redskins was Sewer Cravens, dog. Yeah. I like that Let's Bama a lot, dog. He just I watched the game tape and I was like, young, this Bama is as good as to me. He reminds me of Carl Joseph a little bit, but you know what I'm saying. But he can play in the box too, so I I, I just like the pick, dog. I, I like the pick. I feel like the type of player he is. It meshes well with what they're trying to build here in Washington, and I, I'm really excited, man, to see him out there. Like I think Doxson and uh, and Cravens, they be, they definitely will be contributors this year on offense and defense in a, in a major way. And some of the other guys, I like some of the other picks too, but to me, they're more like you know the dude Stevens. I feel like he's a, a special teams guy add on. You know, they try like help their special teams out. Um, even with their last pick, the uh, what's his name, Young? Uh, Keith Marshall say, from, from Georgia. Yeah, Marshall. Yeah. Young, the Bama got wheels. He and got wheels. Well, had wheels, but nah. At the combine, the Bama ran 4 3 1. So, no, he did? Yeah, he did. Yes. He ran the fastest 40 time out of the running backs. Oh, That's wow. what I'm saying. And the Bama wheels is there. He hurt his knee, though. 
Oh, yeah. after the combine? Or... Nah, nah, nah. Before, before, oh, in, okay. in his collegiate career. So uh, he, he basically missed two years. I got you. Like, he, he missed one year, and then he tried to come back the next year premature, and then the band was like, I can't do it, and he sat out again. And he came back his last year, but he just didn't really, you know, his... Uh, he just ain't fry. Like he had a couple right. of good games here and there, but he just was it was inconsistent. Cause you know, coming back from knee injury, you kinda need a year under your belt before you back to your old self. But I mean he came to the combine, he looked sharp. I mean, we got him in the seventh round. So yeah, like I said, you know, six, seven, you can you can Lotus. throw the dice and you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it ain't really nothing. If he make the team though, you got your punt returner, your kick returner right there. Like that's hey. that's what I envision him doing. I, look, I implore y'all to look at this kid, Kendall Fuller, that y'all picked up in the third round. Look at his film from 2014 before he had the MCL, and then he had micro, micro uh, fracture surgery. But look at his 2014 film before the surgery. No, but he, yeah, he he was official though, cause his uh-huh. brother playing the league too. Kyle yeah. Fuller is his brother. He got three brothers. I, I think, mean, that play football. He's the fourth one. Nice though. I, maybe hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, well, they they believe in him. They they gave uh, Culver the snips. Yeah, yeah I they saw that. He, he was coming off the ACL himself. Right. Akil, what you think about the Seahawks draft, man? How you feel about the Seahawks? Boy, if you don't get like some of our picks, man, that's it. <laughs> Everything else is like. I mean, we don't really need a whole lot other than the offensive line out. So, I love, obviously, Jermaine Effetti was a great pick for us. And then second round, getting um, Jerron yeah. was another great pick for us. Who, Jaron Reed? That's what we got. Yeah, Jaron Reed. So, yeah. getting those two, we helped the offensive and the defensive line with that. Everything else is like a, a, a bonus at that point. The tight end we got he's supposed to be the opposite of Jimmy Graham where he's more of a blocking tight end. So that's cool. It helps the running game. But the fact that we drafted three running backs, I don't really know what to make of that. Because they're trying to find a replacement for Marshawn. That's a, that's a Marshawn. That's the I mean, dot in the dot board, dog. That's, that's what you don't know. About you don't... Because we had Thomas Rawls ball out last year and, and then broke his ankle. Right. Fractured his ankle. So he can be back from that like some point during the season. So none of these guys measure what Marshawn was. Like, they're not bruising running backs, none of them. So it's like, how are you really replacing him? I think the way I looked at it was more so they were looking for variable weapons. Like, the dude we took in the third round, he's more like what um, Fred Jackson was, where he's a third-down running back. He's a receiver out the backfield, or like a Matt Forte, where he's like an all-purpose back. He's not just a straight running back. So that's why they took him, just to try something different. Um, the dude we got from Arkansas, Alex Collins, he's he's more of a pure running back. So it looks like he's he, he looked like he could be good. He's one of the only running backs to get 1,000 yards three straight years in the SEC. So that's something to go on. And I don't even remember the last guy that we took. And we took a backup center. Oh, Zach, Zach Brooks from Clemson. Yeah, I don't even. I know. I saw nothing about him. I didn't even know he existed. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel hey, like man. Seattle should have should have got Derrick Henry. If they would have added yeah. Derrick Henry, yeah. just like somebody like that with the system they run, 
that would have took a lot of pressure off. And, and, you know, that's somebody you can get a ball to and smash mouth and, you know what I'm saying, and do a lot of things they like to do. Yeah, he did fall, too. With the the absence of... Yeah, uh, he would have been good for us, but they took him too early for us to get him. No, he went to, like, the fourth round. I think it was, like, the fourth round. Nah, Derrick Henry, was he? Yeah, he fell, man. He fell. He took a terrible fall. Like, he fell second. Yeah, he went second, but he was projected as a late first round. Oh, he went second? Okay, he went second. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I, I he went second round. Yeah. If Ooh, he was there in the third, we probably would have gotten him. He went to the Titans. Yeah, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, he went to Tennessee in the second round. But you know what, though? That kid from Notre Dame, a kid was pretty good. I watched his game film. That CJ, what's it, poor Procisi or something like that? Procisi, yeah. Procisi, yeah. Hey. Yeah. He looked good. He has some decent yeah. speed. You know what I'm saying? He Get him on the head. good. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think they got him to be a pure running back. They got him to be like a weapon out of the backfield. So that's why I, I can't really gauge it. It depends on how they use him because you know they try and get creative with like they try it with Percy Harvin. They try it with Doug Baldwin a couple plays where they get these little creative plays going. So I don't know how they're going to use him. So I can't give a grade on it because it just depends on what. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got the other dude for all the creativity. What's his name? They do the kick returns and the. Uh... Oh yeah, Kyle uh, Lockett. Yeah, yeah, Lockett. He nice though. He nice. Yeah. He about to he about to emerge for y'all for real. I was real. high on him coming out last year. I was like, this dude gonna be a beast, and he fell. Yeah. He fell. Yeah, he's, he's a beast though. He's a beast. Yeah. Just real <laughs> quick. He, he said, "What go ahead, uh, Aaron?" I was just gonna say Seattle didn't even realize how good he was. They didn't use him half the year. No, like they the didn't. Second half of the year when they had to. I yep. think it's because we tried to we tried to force Jimmy Graham a lot. That's what it was. When we get a new player, we try and force him into the... We did the same thing with Percy what? Harvin. Until Percy Harvin got hurt, he, um... They tried to force all the plays to go towards him. Right, I understand. So... Now, I mean, hey, look, real quick. I, you know, I don't want to belabor this, but to me, one of the worst picks in the draft... Hackenberg. Yes, you read my mind. You are Cleo's son. Hey, look. <laughs> when the Jets took Hagenberg, I still don't get it. It's He's like, still, hey, young, I stood up and clapped when that Bama took Hagenberg. <laughs> Put me down, big fella. You can hold on to me the whole game. I'm your best friend. Put me I down. Oh, ain't like fumbling his yeah. life. Put me down. Them Bama's are idiots, though. He's an idiot. They're idiots. Don't listen to You talk to about He's a reach. Talk about right, a reach. They, he was that. not going to go. He, at the no, fact that Connor Cook went as far as he did, as well as Cardell Jones, because to me, it was the three quarterbacks. And after them, everybody else fell to the fourth round and beyond. I don't understand why they, they, they chose Hackenberg so early. And either they didn't get him. Who cares? It's Hackenberg. He's not. You, he is so terrible. He was the second. He had the second worst completion percentage in college uh, football. Yeah. Like, I don't even see what the upside is with this dude. For them I to decide to reach on him like that. Like, I don't get it. And I think they had Paxton Lynch sitting there at 20, or were they 20th? Yeah, where they could have taken him. And I feel like they just scrambled to try to get a quarterback. But I, I don't know that's, what the hell they were thinking. the biggest with that. mistake is because of what they did at 20, it makes this the biggest mistake. Of the, because drafting him isn't as bad as passing up on Paxton Lynch and then having to go out and get a quarterback afterwards. It doesn't make. I mean, the thing is with Hackenberg, too, they said when he interviewed, he blamed his mistakes on the coaching staff. <laughs> he didn't even interview well. So this is the guy that you draft at number two with his horrible stats. He didn't, like you said, Aaron, I don't see the upside. I don't see it. 
other than he might be better than Geno Geno Smith, and that's not saying a whole lot. So no, everybody, you still go down Silver Hill Boys and Girls Club. There you go. You can, you can, <laughs> do it once a show. Go ahead. You can, you, you can buy somebody better than Geno. Believe that. Hackenberg, bruh, I, I just yeah, that was a terrible pick. Terrible, terrible. The Bills came up getting Cardell Jones. Word on the street is he might be the starter. If, if, if Tyrod and the Bama's be playing around, he might be the starter. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrod. That's for that's that's for you. That's for you, Raphael Jones. I know he's sized <laughs> about I know he's sized about Cardell. <laughs> Yeah, he like him, him and my man Daryl. They like the only Bills fan in the whole DMV area. Two Bamas, Bill, <laughs> Booger, um, Bills. Um, <laughs> going forward, it's playoff time, young basketball and hockey. We're gonna put hockey to the side right now, but we're gonna talk about this basketball playoffs that's going on. And the Spurs last night. Young, did y'all see the game? Well, I don't stay up that late, but of course it was a whole bunch of fussing and, and hiring and who and all situation. Young, the Bama Deion Waiters gave Ginobili a forearm <laughs> shiver from out of bounds. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, dog. He gave you the jump like like when you playing basketball and the Bama try like like go through the lane and you just like give him the forearm like back up and then like you know what I'm saying so you can clear space. Dog, he did that now. It would have been an atrocity if they if they didn't get the turnover, like you know what I'm saying, because they did get the turnover off the plate. But still, it should have been a technical foul. It should have been a technical foul, and and uh, the Spurs should have got free throws off of that. The Bama pushed them from out of bounds. You can't. What was the referees doing, though? What were they doing? Trying not to make I, I, the news. No, <laughs> no, you no. Nah, this is why it's a technical yeah, foul because it, it's because because it, he was out of bounds when he did it. If it was, if it was, still an offensive foul. No, but the ball, but Jeff, you muffle. You got your t-shirt on or something. <laughs> on a receiver, he got that gas mask on. Oh yeah, good. Take take the hazmat off. Take the hazmat off. <laughs> take Go off ahead. Special. Shout out, shout out. Take off the tussle. <laughs> take off the tussle. Go ahead. Say what you were saying. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, I'm saying like you're thinking of the fact that. Ginobili stepped on the line, and you know, while Waiters was inbounding. According to the rule book, that should have been a technical foul, and Waiters should have got a free throw shot. But they hardly ever call that. Just because Waiters was out of bounds and he committed offensive foul, don't mean it's a technical foul. It's just an offensive foul. That's what should have happened. It should have been since they didn't call the Ginobili stepping on the line. They should have. They they clearly missed the Waiters. But you know, the officials said Kim Mauer that they missed it. They've never seen anything like that before. None of them. So that was that was their excuse. <laughs> they know what to call. <laughs> That's yeah, no, did, did y'all see Steven Adams get his hand, his like arm held by the by a fan too, like yeah. on the play, like the same jump, like a fan just grabbed his arm, like like when the ball got inbound, they like pulled him away from the play, and he like like get off me, you know what I'm saying? But Joe was a crazy. He, that Bama was everywhere. Yeah, I, I would have held him too. <laughs> everywhere on that last possession, he, so, he so, basically saved the game for him. Yeah. So okay. So we got the we got the OKC. They tied the series with the Spurs. Now is this going? Did it, is OKC going to win this show, or is that just like the the fluke? Like they, I mean, they stole the game. I don't. Know. 
I mean, they, they did the right thing and they split in, in San Antonio. So that was, to me, a key for them to go, you know, they win, they lost one, but they won one. So now they're going back to OKC. And now they're at home and they have an opportunity to possibly get up on the series now on the Spurs. I don't know if it, the key is Westbrook and, and um, Durant and the way they attacked the rim yesterday. Oh man, San Antonio had no answer for it. So, and they still almost lost the game. And I feel like that's yeah. the best OKC could have played. And San Antonio didn't play really good and they still could have won the game. So, I still think the Spurs are going to win the series, though, just at the end of the day, maybe like 4 3 or something like that, or 4 2. I mean, Tim Duncan only scored two points. So, how often is that going to happen? Tim Duncan ain't played no back-to-back games in. Yeah, it's and, not on Tim Duncan. Yeah, but still, only had twelve points. Mm, yeah. I mean, they didn't get production from some of their bigger players. Like mm. the only one that really showed up was Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, he, he cooked like cooking a baka. He was frying a baka. <laughs> he got a baka on an abachi grill every game, <laughs> frying his life away. He's a new name for me. I cannot stand that Bama. He's floating around the three-point line. <laughs> Too won't much. Rebound, won't play defense. I cannot yeah. stand in this Bama now. Yeah. I, what happened to him, man? He used to be a defensive oh, player. Oh, Hilson. Shoot, shoot Kerry Hilson. Ridiculous. I mean, in fairness Kerry to Hilson Ibaka. got a mushroom. I mean, in, fa- in fairness to Ibaka, he, 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 he played well last game. He can't, I mean, he can't guard Aldridge, but he played well in the game game, too. You can't play well and get 40 on your head. That's just... You can't. I'm not I saying mean, guard him and shut him down that, to that, ten that, points. The re- but- that 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 actually that actually has has uh, helped him. The fact that with they the way that's not how the Spurs offense normally runs. The fact that they keep throwing it in there, you know, to Aldridge and and you know him basically going one on one and everybody standing around, like that's that's really to the detriment of the Spurs. But like so, you just I mean, said, while Abaka getting buckets dropped on him, you know what I mean, it's helping the team. But like you said. Which Kamali had 12. Kawhi, that's not going to happen again. Could get your life cooked away. I don't understand how that helps. <laughs> like, I don't understand that. I mean, yeah, no. like I said, he, I mean, he still put, he still, he still put in buckets himself, you know? So, Who, Serge? I mean, you know, sometimes it's going to happen. Yeah, Serge. I believe he had about, he had at least 17. So, I mean, that's half, you know, it, it, it is what it is. He's not better than Aldridge anyway. Yeah. He's not oh, better yeah. than Aldridge. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? If a player's not better than you, so, I mean. Yeah, nah, yeah. Aldridge, Aldridge got on a red oven glove and just, just, put, <laughs> just put the, put the, the pan right on right on top of the little baking sheet. Put the pan on the baking sheet. He, he rolled, up the, rolled up the cookies in his hand and just, just 450 baked all day. Yeah, I, I mean, I get you what you're saying, uh, Aaron. Like that—that that takes away from the, the, how they move the ball and they run their sets and stuff like that. But like, I mean, you get that bucket every at, time. At, at the at the end of the day, I don't want anyone to misconstrue this in terms of me thinking OKC is going to win. I mean, I think the Spurs <laughs> are going to win. <laughs> I think that last night game just goes to show you why they're going to win. They played terrible and they still should have won. Right and you know I, you know I just don't think and they they pretty much and that was like a you know a aberration that's not going that's only their second loss at home the entire year they lost once in the in the, the regular season as we all know and they've dominated OKC at home so I think they'll go back they'll steal a game in OKC and then it'll be back you know to to on, on par yeah. back, back, yeah. yeah. back to normal yeah. back to normal yeah. 
Shaq, what's up with the Miami Heat, though? What's up with them Heat, though? What the Heat going to do? They played at the Raptors tonight. Yeah, that was the the toughest competition for us for some reason was, I don't know why, but it was um, Charlotte. I think we'll do better against the Raptors than we did against Charlotte for the simple fact that it's really, they have two guys. And for some reason, Charlotte, random people show up random nights. You can't account for who's going to show up except for Kemba. Other people just randomly show up. Toronto doesn't really have that. Like, you know it's going to be either Lowry or DeRozan. Yeah, so, Lowry's some trash, though. Huh? He's, he's been playing, yeah, he's been playing like some this. trash. He's not some trash, yeah. but he's and played it, like some trash in the playoffs. I mean, but that's, I don't but know that's what been it is. his entire career. That's Duh, been his entire he, career in the playoffs. The way he's playing true. right now, I think I could take the Batman at the playground right now because he oh, just, that Batman, that won't happen. This Batman bricking everything, though. He done built two condominiums in two playoff games. I, I, I can't, Rose, nah. The Rose and Rose and Rose and Rose and Rose and shot terrible. Both of they shots. Yeah, he did. He shot. He, no, 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 no. Terrible. Yeah, he did shoot terrible. He shot like forty shots the other night. Seven, yeah. yeah. I mean, he he filled the he filled the bucket, but it took him a whole bunch of shots to do it. Yeah. I, to be honest, young, I thought they should have lost to the uh, to they uh, the pace. Because I felt like it was a little yeah. home cooking in that gym. Nah, the Pacers blew it that one game and it was up by like 20-something. They blew it. They did. They did. Yeah. That changed. That definitely changed kind of like the momentum. But the whole time, like, George, George need more help, though. Yes, he does. Like, he does. He got Monte about, Ellis and all those guys. He thinks somebody would step up. Yeah, nah. Them, the only kid, only uh, uh, kid, like the Miles Turner, the rookie, like, he gonna be good, but he's yeah. still young. He's a rookie, so yeah. he you know everybody him. else inconsistent. Like CJ Miles has talent, but he inconsistent. You know, um, so that that's that's what it is. That's another thing that make you know the Golden States of the world so so like that is because them guys that come off the bench like get it in every game. Like, there's mm-hmm. no, like, okay, some games are terrible and this and that. Like, nah, them guys come in and hoop all the time. So these other teams don't have that luxury. I still got the Heat winning this series. I think they're going to, they might kill Oh, yeah, Toronto. yeah. Because yeah. you know who else not stepping up for Toronto, too, is Carroll. They got from uh, Atlanta. He oh, ain't yeah, doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. He, 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 ain't uh, about, he ain't about that life. Yeah, he ain't about that yeah, he just been focused on defense right now because offensively he's yeah. not doing too much. He ain't cut his wig too. That's Jones slowing him down. Uh, what about the uh, the cat? Well, I ain't don't even care, but I don't know. Some, something about this playoff, it just don't interest me like that. Like I don't want to see the Cavs and the Hawks. Nah, Bob. But but look though, but check this though. We all wanna see the Cavs and the Heat. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's just how it always oh, yeah. is. It's gonna be matchups that you don't care about, man. Yeah, I guess yeah, so, man. man. Warriors in Portland. That's actually a good series. But Warriors young. Them members are too. You said you wanted to see if uh Clay Thompson could carry the squad. Yeah. Young. Him and Draymond been cooking. Yes. And that's cooking what I with gas. That just shows how great he is as a player. Not only the fact that he can do it, but the fact that he takes a backseat every single night and just chills. You know what I'm saying? Despite his ability to do what he's doing right now without Steph Curry. So I give him mad props. Him and Draymond, they, they are killing the stat sheet right now. 
and they can't be stopped. So they can hold off par with Steph Curry. If they can continue to play like this, he doesn't have to come back as fast, I don't think, because he doesn't want to come back and then that knee be wobbly again. He doing the stanky leg <laughs> like RG3 against Seattle when they lost in the yeah. playoffs. I, I always keep him out until until you, you got to bring him back. Like, I would just... You know, maybe you want a one game cushion because you just don't want the chemistry to be off. How they, but like if they win tonight and then game three coming, I probably just let's sit them out another game. I just be like yeah, just sit out one more game. You know what I'm saying? Because then you got the cushion. Now if they go if they go down, let's say they lose tonight and they use one one and then you know he's expected back game three, then you could probably roll the dice and play him. But you know I, if it's not if you don't have to do it, don't do it. You don't, you don't gotta do it. I mean, it's it's Portland. They ain't no slouch. Portland, you know, they ballers. Nah, but they I just don't think they have. I don't think they have enough as far as an all around team to to beat the Warriors. Like the Warriors are showing that they are all around team. That they got talent off the like. Young, this is the most cohesive unit next to the like the Spurs and the Golden State Warriors are like neck and neck for cohesion. Like these Bama's play together. They're unselfish. You know what I'm saying? And Bama's take. They know who their playmakers are. Like they don't like. They get the ball in their playmakers' hands. Klay Thompson getting touches. He he got the green light to shoot. It ain't no arguing. Bama's ain't complaining or yelling at each other. You know, Draymond Green, like, he does the dirty work. Like, they just a good unit. And when they get the the, uh, the robot back, I just think that ain't nobody be able to stop them. Yeah, Man. I think that, uh, I think that um, you know, they should try to get Curry in at least uh, one game before the next um, round. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, like you said, just to get somewhat of a little bit of a rhythm, like it's some game, actual game action. But I mean, if he if he if he can't go, then you know, nah. But if if like if he ready to go, like I like I said, I would try to get him in like at least one game, like in the series. Whoa, so what's the percent? What's the, mm-hmm. what's the percentage he got to be for you to put him in? He got to be a hundred. Nah, he don't have to be a hundred. Like, I mean, like, no, there probably is a bunch of players. You, as we all know, at this time of year, they've had their little bangs and bruises going all year long. Like, but I definitely would want him probably, I would say, like, close to 90 at minimum. Mm. So, you know, uh, because if you play that one game, they still going to get a little bit of a rest before the Western Conference Finals starts. And he will have played the game. He would have got, you know, a little bit of rhythm and game rhythm. And um, so, yeah, that, that's what I think. Like I said, if he's ready to go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see. We're going to see. But I think they got this young locked up. Curry or not, I think they got this series locked up. Um, if they'd had to play the Spurs or, or they'd had to play OKC, it might be a different story. We might be having a different conversation, but I guess that's one of the perks to being a number one seed. Like you get the, the the lower level competition on the way to the on the way road to the championship, which they desperately need given the circumstances. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if, if they had to play the Spurs or they had to play OKC with Curry being out. I just, I'm just not sure. I know they're a good team, and I know they can win, but I just don't know how, you know, what the percentage be that they 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 actually would win. Um, with that said, we got hockey left. The Caps blowing me. These Bamas. First of all, I watched the game last night, and these Bamas played so good to lose. Like I can't. Like it hurts me. Like I know they're gonna lose the series, and I know Caps fans. Is gonna hate me for saying this, but based on the based on last night, I, I I've come to the conclusion that these Bama's gonna lose the series because 
they played the best that they could play. They didn't play bad. They made they had they outshot the uh the penguins like like almost double or triple what they their shot was on their goal. They did they had on the penguins goalie and they couldn't they couldn't get it in and they lost they ended up losing three two but for much of the game it was three nothing. Then these Batmans were playing good. I'm like, yeah, if you play that good and you still lose, then I, that just is a big discouragement. Now, I know Cats I mean, fans will say, well, if they just build off of what they did to the next game, then they can get it done. Bruh. I mean, about to say, Jack? Thing. Here's the thing. Like, I know the tendency is to be skeptical like you are, and I, and I don't blame you. Uh, you know, obviously, we know the history of the Caps, the type of regular seasons they have only to get to the playoffs and do nothing. But I will say that that's a bit of an overreaction on your part for the simple fact that, I mean, the next game, they could still tie it up 2-2. Now, if, if they go down 3-1, three, uh, three to one, then we know for all intents and purposes, I mean, I don't really think anybody will have... Rap City in the basement. Come back. Exactly. <laughs> but if we win this next one to make it 2-2, then, you know, it's the best, the best out of uh, three at that point. And so anything can happen and... Ovechkin got to bring it home. If if he the best player in hockey, he got to bring that home. He got to get it done. So, um, so yeah, I think it's it's still a little early to you know overreact that way. But after Game Four, when we revisit this, then we'll see. Yes, yeah, for some reason this feel like feel like we the New York Knicks and they the Chicago Bulls, and they about to beat us <laughs> nah, like nah. back in the day. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm not optimistic, dog. And I know it's a, it's a bad attitude, a pessimistic mindset on, on. The, but yeah, I mean, just win, and I, and I can, I can hop on the bandwagon too. You know what I'm saying? Just win. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want. Uh, anything else, man? What, what, what's going on tonight? Nothing. Uh... The sun's still out. Boost. Just make sure you don't eat any meat from Mexico or China because you may get positive for pet use. Just putting that out. You might get what? Yeah, <laughs> hey, you heard about Dwayne Brown from the Texans? Nah, got, what do you do? He almost got suspended last year for, for PED use, but he said he ate some meat in Mexico. That made his test positive. It's something in the China meat and Mexico meat. That's that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, hey, uh, that's a performance. Hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it's banned by the league. It's called Clint Clint clembuterol or something like that. It's an antibiotic. Boy, if you don't get... It's like an antibiotic. And then Bambles were getting suspended, like Patrick Peterson, like Bambles were getting hemmed up, like it on the low. Like, is, is, it, is that one of those joints? It sounds like one of those ones that help you, like, mask, like, you know, actual, like, PD use or something like that. It may, but it, it, it make Bama stuff come positive, bro. Dwayne Brown was got hemmed up. He went on vacay with the wife, came back, got him. Then Bama had to show his receipts. Like, look, I had this Mexican, this Mexican, uh, me. This Mexican food. Oh, me. Boy, if you don't get <laughs> 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 I said me. <laughs> hold on, dog, hold on. How do they, how do they break that down to, to, to like narrow it down to it was coming from the meat? Like, how do they, how do they figure that out? Like, how do they know this Batman pop, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, uh, like a vitamin, a, a vitamin C or take some vitamins that, you know what I'm saying, would show up in the system. Like, how can they distinguish exactly they must, what they it was? Must have tested, they must have tested it somehow to see what, and you know, that type of stuff has antibiotics in it if you're at a resort. So, you know, they're producing this stuff at a mass rate. 
So I guess they figured, hey, he had receipts saying, look, this is what I ate. And they must have tested it and saw that it had this antibiotic that's banned by the league because it will give you this, you know, PED positive result. So, and then other bamboos were saying the same thing. Like, China has the same problem. So, hey, look, be careful, you know, what y'all eating out there. So, if you're a football player, you got you to carry your own personal lab set wherever you go on vacation. <laughs> you got to sure. be a vegetarian. You got to be a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, oh, stay away from, you know, some that, you know. Out there. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from that meat. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if you don't get... <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy. LA Fitness, man. What's, what's good? No, no comment. Uh, faded like Joe, no LA Fitness. All right, man. Well, that's our show for the day. Follow us at Black Sports 980. That's BLK Sports 980. Go to our website, check out our articles. We, I mean, we wrote articles on all this stuff that we be talking about. Uh, Jared Goff being some trash, <laughs> Joey Bosa being some trash, uh, uh, the drafts, what we thought about our draft picks, what we thought about the teams and stuff like that. So that's all up on the site. That's at that's uh, blacksports980.com. You can go on there, check us out, you can catch us on iTunes, on uh, everything Instagram, Twitter. We everywhere. Um, we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that feel? How does